and welcome to episode 329 of the AFK Podcast for the week of May 9th, 2022. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. See, I think it's you because you know I'll read it. <laughs> now that I know that, you darn straight, I'm going to start messing with it. You're like, hello, welcome to episode th- uh, 329, and I'm a big fat ass. <laughs> Uh, okay, so joining me this week are my co-hosts, Logan. Hello. Curl in the Wagonator. Hey. Whitney. Hello. Welcome back. And I'm sure Jerry Gamer will be along any second. I don't see him in the chat room yet, but he's usually here. If not, I'll be worried. It'd be the, like the first show he missed in like forever. Ever. Yeah. It'd be the first one he would have missed since I came on. Oh, he's. The, I don't think he's ever missed one. I mean, there I, he is. I, oh, there he is. There's Jerry. I was worried, dude. I think if you ever missed a show, I'd actually be worried worried about you. Facts. Mm-hmm. So, this week, uh, I played a little bit of The Witcher Two. It was kind of cute because um, my wife's been complaining that I'm spending too much time in the in the basement or in my study on the computer, and in a, you know in a different room, which is why I bought the Steam Deck um, to kind of get rid of these complaints um i just don't like to watch the same things on tv that she does so she's very much a hallmark channel that kind of stuff i don't like that kind of stuff so Uh, i'm not really i don't really watch much tv as it is usually it's tv and something else you know it just doesn't keep my attention um so anyway i played the witcher i said hey do you want to sit down on the couch i've got the steam link hooked up I'll I'll stream The Witcher 2 through the Steam link and you can play the game with me. She likes the TV show, so I figured she, you know she'd enjoy the story and you can help me make the the dialogue choices. You know, cuz she doesn't want to use the controller, she'll get sick. She has motion sickness. It's not that I wouldn't let her use the controller or anything. She just doesn't like it. So she's like, "Yeah, sure." And she ended up falling asleep on my shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah. So <laughs> But that counts as as quality time. QT, yep. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just a little bit of SWOTOR this, this week. Not much. Not as much as I'd like to. I really haven't been able to game much. I've been, um, even though I tested negative for COVID, two of my, my two kids have COVID. Uh, they've had it since Thursday. So I'm working remotely uh, until next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday or Friday. And I have to say, I don't like working remotely. It's, it's, there's too many distractions. Um, That's the beauty of it. Yeah, but like I'm trying to do, I'm trying to merge two subnets on our network. And, and here's the stupid reason why it's Apple's fault. AirPrint will not work if, unless the printer is on the same subnet. Even if the two subnets can communicate, which they can, I bridged them, it still won't print to the damn printer. They have to be on the same subnet. So I have to merge our wireless network and our wired network and put them on the same subnet. And and we use Aruba Central. And if you've used Aruba equipment, it's it's not for the faint of heart. This is like Cisco professional level stuff. And uh, it, it's not like your home network. It's, it's not user-friendly. So, um, I mean, you have to set up the switches. You have to set up the gateways. You have to set up. And they all have to be on VLANs with Aruba. Uh, not a fan. 
Uh, and uh, that's kind of hard to do remotely because if I need to actually physically reboot one of the gateways, I, I can't do that from here. I'd have to call into the office and say, hey, first of all, there's only there's a limited number of people with access to the IT room, to the IT closet that could actually go in there. And there's only one person I would trust to pull the right plug. <laughs> And that's my CTO. <laughs> and he's got enough going on. So I'm going to wait until the end of next week before I merge the two uh, subnets. That way, if there's a problem, I've got the weekend to get it fixed. But, uh, yeah. Otherwise, I'm working remotely. Um, I did the hardware shuffle this week. I uh, work got rid of a couple monitors, and I've been waiting on a couple 27-inch monitors. Um waiting to shuffle two 27-inch monitors that I have on my main gaming PC because I ordered that new Dell monitor, but that new Dell monitor is not coming until June. And, um, oh, I also had, going through cleaning up my my basement and going through all the parts I have, I figured out that I had enough components for a new for another gaming desktop. Video card, everything. The only thing I was missing was I needed 11, an 1150 board because the chip I had is an 1150 socket. So I went on, you know, Amazon, eBay, Newegg, see if I could find one for like 50 bucks, I'll buy it because it's another gaming PC and it'll, it'll play games decently at, you know, 1080p, whatever. Right. And, uh, and, and for 50 bucks, it's another desktop. So I, I, f I found one on Amazon and it was 70 and then I found the same one on Newegg for 50 and I bought the one on Newegg and I wish I hadn't. Um, it, it arrived in, in packaging. Well, it took four weeks to get here and all the labeling was in Chinese and all the instructions are in Chinese. The BIOS was in Chinese and, um, sure I trust it on my network actually. Um, that's, that's I, <laughs> it came with with <laughs> new egg it was like the new egg marketplace and uh fire duck says caught in mid end of that flynn did you say something about AirPrint on different subnets yes i did um so this, this motherboard, I had to go in and I had to watch a YouTube video to figure out how to turn it to English. And then when I turned it to English, it didn't all go to English. Only some of it did. So this was not a good buying experience. It came with the wrong IO shield. Um, like I said, it came directly from China on a slow boat. And um, I'm not sure I trust it. I think I might isolate it on the network. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So I, I, I've, I, I've not had a good experience with Newegg. And I think this is like three strikes, Newegg, you're out. Not, not buying from you anymore. Um, you, you've just gone downhill. But nothing but downhill with them. Uh, so, yeah, doing the basement lab cleanup down here, I put those two machines back together, got them up and running with the two uh, donor um, monitors. And then uh, I've been studying for my Network Plus test, which I have to take this month. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. Logan, how was your week? My week was good, but I did not get a chance to game very much. I was in one of those situations where by the time I had to game, I'm like, well, I got, I got an hour. 
and I, so it, because it was only an hour, I didn't want to get into anything big or new or, you know, even the guardians, right? The, 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 the quests take like an hour and I'm like, well, I don't really want to invest that time. So I, I stuck it out with, uh, some, some old Starcraft two again, things that I could just drop in and out of and just messed around on Forza Horizon five, just uh, a couple quick laps here and there. And that was about it. Uh, I did buy a new game just today. We'll talk about this in the news. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I don't know. My, my setup went to crap this week for a day and I don't know what happened. So right now I've got an LG C9, uh, right here beside me. And that's what I do my couch gaming on. So attached to that, I've got my PS5, my computer and the Xbox. And a number of months ago, we decided we wanted to get cable again. So I'm like, all right. So I put a cable box in here, but now I got a sound bar, so that's going to take the eARC. So I'm out of ports on it. So I have to decide what I want to do. So I'm like, all right, long and short, I picked up an Nvidia shield because I wanted a single, uh, streaming site. This was, this was literally like days before Plex came out with their amalgamated streaming capabilities. Long rambling story right now. I've got an HDMI splitter and that HDMI splitter controls uh, the shield, it controls the PC, and it controls the cable box. On the TV, I've got the sound bar, the HDMI splitter, and then two consoles. That takes up everything. And I'm, I had this set up for probably a good three or four weeks. But then a few days ago, I noticed that the LG remote wasn't working anymore. Some buttons just didn't work. Namely, the input button. I couldn't swap between inputs. I had to literally go to the home uh, home screen on the TV to select a different input to go that way. And I'm like, okay, well, that's wild. Uh, I actually had to call up uh, LG because I could not, I could get into the settings. I could go to factory reset. I could click factory reset. It could tell me I'm going to factory reset and then nothing happens. So I get on LG and I'm like, what's going on here? And this is anyways, long rambling story. I know, but here's the kicker. Do you know how to factory hard factory reset an LG TV? You have to unplug the power and then you hold down the power button on the TV. Yeah. That blows my mind. I'm like, but it's got no power. They're like, eh, it's Mo the, that's the way it works. Most devices are like that. Yeah. It yeah. has capacitors in there and those capacitors are probably holding just enough charge to keep it from, from flipping. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah. So I had to do that. Finally reset everything. So that shield... I don't know. I'm, I'm junking that. Uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. Because the way that uh, other people have explained it to me was that the shield uh, remotes start um, taking over some of the TV's remote capabilities and they fight and then shield wins. And I'm like, well, that's just weird because I want to be able to control. Like, I don't mind using the shield remote when on the shield, but when I'm on the TV, I want to be able to use the TV remote. I really like the, the LG magic wand and the button layout and everything like that. So... Yeah, that was wild. I was like, okay, so now I've got to refigure out my whole thing. My TV that I ordered, that's been another gong show. It was supposed to be here last week and they don't know where it is. So today I was going to call up another shop, see if they had one in and then go pick it up. But then I forgot it's Mother's Day. So instead we hung out with the wife and the family all day. So we'll see what happens with this mess next week. I'll get it all figured out, I guess, see what I want to do. Um, but yeah, that was about it. You know, I had a couple of computer problems. My entire 16 port, uh, USB hub just decided to stop working, uh, on only thumb drives. So my mic, my camera, keyboard, 
a bunch of other things I got plugged in there all work will not recognize a thumb drive. So I wrestled with that for literally hours. Like I'm talking like device manager, uh, the hardware um, formatter, trying to see, uh, you know, does it even show up there uh, in your, you know, you create formatter. Nothing, nothing worked, nothing worked. Anyways, uh, went to grab a drink, came back, sat back down, tried it again. Everything works fine now. No idea what, like, and everyone's like, well, are your thumb drives FAT32 or the NTFSF? I'm like, I got, I got both. And so it was wild. Everything worked now. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened. So screw that. I'm done. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like a week of that kind of bull crap that just takes up time. I didn't learn anything from it, which makes me mad because it's like, I feel like I totally wasted time instead of like, well, normally if there's a problem, I can learn something from it. Like, remember when I tried to swap out the PSU and I had to learn, like, not only can you not, like, you can't swap uh, cables from different PSUs. And I had to go through that whole rabbit's hole of there's this whole website out there that'll list for you um, what cables you can potentially swap. But you have to keep that word in potentially because it still might not be 100 percent. Right. So I don't mind, like, digging in deep on some of that stuff. And you learn, like, these wild and crazy things like, again, that the power button is the way you, you reset the whole thing. Once the power, like, that's wild. So, yeah. So now I'm back to work tomorrow. I've got a new staff coming, so I'm going to be spending the entire week uh, training new staff and putting in some extra hours. So I'm exhausted already, and the week's not started. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> so uh, your new TV hasn't come yet? No, I was, I was supposed to pick it up, I thought, on the 6th. Like, that's one of the dates that we sort of, that was mentioned. It was sort of in the passing. Like, it should be here around the 6th. You do an in-store pickup? Yep. And so they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be coming from, you know, this other city down the street ordered a few. So we got one flag, but we don't know where the truck is yet. I'm like, I don't understand how it's 2022. You should have logistics. You should have a GPS tracker. I know for us, uh, like I work in the forestry industry, so we've got trucks running all over the place. And we've got screens that pop up, and I can tell you ex the exact uh, Latin long of every single one of our trucks at any given point in time. You know what the catch is? They got to get people to come back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what happens this upcoming week. I don't know. We'll see how tired I get. Yeah, I don't get it. If they've still got, like, 50 ships off the coast, I mean, they could have built another port by now. Yeah, man, this this whole logistics supply chain thing is it's interesting from one angle, right? To see how fragile it was, yeah, or is, mm -hmm. and how reliant we are on stupid stuff. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you make the chips in South America or North America or? Oh, we know the answer to that. Well, I, no, there's cheap labor I'm... in South America. You could make you could make them in Mexico for just as cheap as you made them in. China. Uh, then you got to deal with the cartel, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's the reason why they're not. But with NAFTA, they wouldn't even have to pay any taxes. Yeah. If that's still a thing. I'm, I'm sure there are smarter people out there that have come up with dumber responses to that than I can think of. Yeah. But I agree. I agree 100%. So, 100%. I, I think that's the way it'll start to I'm hoping that's the way it'll start to go now that they can see that it's a freaking problem. Hopefully. We need a fab over here. You still got to oh. come back to work. So. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude. I've got, I've got some stories on that that I 
couldn't share for you while we're on the podcast. But yeah, well, it's wild. The other issue is the, the all the boomers are retiring. Yeah. And, and that's a big chunk of the population. Yeah. So, you know, like my dad came from a family of nine. My mother oh, came my from God. a family of six. And that was normal. Like all their friends were the same. But they only had two kids. And everybody I know, you know, two, three max. So it, it, you take all the boomers out of the, the workforce, that's going to be a, that's going to be a lot of empty spots. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's going to be a whole lot of strain on other parts of the system that I don't think that uh, we're, we, because I, I believe both our countries in the same spot yeah. that we're ready for. Yeah. I was just looking this up. Um, Intel, remember they're building a new fab in the States, right? They're spending twenty billion on that. They've been talking about doing that for. I don't, did they ever start construction? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's somewhere where it would kind of make sense. I think Ohio. it's in Texas. Was it Texas? Or? They're expanding their one in Arizona, and they're building one in Ohio. Oh, okay. Ohio's pretty close. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it's uh, if it's been broken ground yet, but I can't see something real quick. I mean, that's another another uh, space where Amazon really. It jumped out ahead of everybody with logistics and these fulfillment centers, placing them strategically. So you get your shit quick. Yes, and better pay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Curls, how was your week? Uh my was pretty busy. I actually got a little bit of gaming in. I played some uh Phasmophobia with my one of my Twitch friends, Chef Rocksteady, last night. That was pretty fun. Uh the, the game is definitely early access. <laughs> uh, like the animations are weird and like some of the controls like on the keyboard and mouse didn't really register all the time it was spooky like the game was supposed to be <laughs> but we still had fun so we made the best of it um let's see i'm still working on my a core uh Ryzen benchmark uh stuff it's gonna be a while because <laughs> oh you know what i'm saying yeah i um i um I don't have the same amount of time that I used to, but luckily I can still do some stuff, you know, in between clicking through and answering emails and stuff during the day from here in the basement. So uh, I'm working my way through that. I am getting anxious though. So after I finish the, uh, this 1800X round of testing, I'm going straight for the, for the big boy at the end so I can rebuild my, my gaming PC. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, oh. I, I finally uh, got my BMI account, and I decided to put out a EP of like uh, seven instrumental tracks. Uh, so I'll actually have like something on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, nice! Uh, supposed to be released on sixteenth. You getting uh, royalties for that? Um, if someone buys it or listens to it, I could. I don't know what that looks like now, but we'll see. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's not like I'm a full-fledged producer with placements and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, at this point, why not put it out? You know, somebody might like it. Um, I want to hear it. I know the stuff right. that I heard at the I land was it. really good. Yeah. Um, um, if Shoot me your email, and I'll drop you in my Google Drive share. You can just download it. Uh, let's see. Uh, it, uh, it's very bass heavy, and I got a little bit of low uh, uh, lo-fi track on there too, so it's not. But uh, listen to it on your 
your biggest headphones so your head can rattle a little bit. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> uh, oh, and um, earlier I was goofing around with my circuit tracks and, you know, trying to learn, learn um, like what all of the synthesizer knobs and stuff do. So um, I was messing around with this one demo track on this one pack that I had. And I kind of stumbled into something that sounded really good. And I was like, you know what? Let me record this with the phone and turn it into a YouTube video. So I did that and I posted it up a little while ago. Um, I, I even like played the original, original demo track in like a little performance. And then um, I played my remix uh, right after. It's like uh, seven or eight minutes long. It's pretty cool. But uh, other than that, that's, that's been my week. Cool. Whitney, you've got work, work, work. Work, work, zug, zug. That's literally all I kind of did this week. Um, it was a long week, working like 4.15, 4.30 in the morning, and I was scheduled to like 7, but I would leave at like 4 o'clock or 4.30. Um, so definitely like hitting about 12-hour days. So by the time I came home, it was eat dinner, went to bed, woke up, did it all over again. Mm. Um, so definitely by the end of the week, I was kind of... Starting to lose my sanity a little bit, but you know, do what you need to do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, May the Fourth happened, and that was a lot of fun and work. One of the reasons why I love the job is you get to have fun here and there. And uh, I think my supervisors kind of learned: don't let me come to work with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> TSA probably doesn't like that. Uh no, I was I was definitely getting some judgmental looks and like shaking <laughs> of the heads. I'm like, don't judge me, like. Let me have my fun. So I wrote up this um, gate announcement, like all Star Wars themed, and that was really kind of fun to read off. And I was kind of stressed. And I'm like, because there's kind of, you know, you need to be careful. You still got to get, get the information you need out of there. Um, so I was like, oh, I just hope I don't get in trouble. But it all seemed to go over really well. I had fun. Yeah, I saw the video. It was uh, it was funny. I got, it took me like all evening to write that the evening before and I ended up staying late so by the time like when the first time I said I was definitely ner nervous I was about to sneeze I was like no and then that like totally broke the moment for me uh -huh. but the people in the morning like loved it so and like all day I was uh taking a poll if people were the light or the dark side <laughs> I hate to say the light side one but you know yeah I'm definitely dark side my theme for the day was definitely dark side because the I had a like a dark side theme shirt and then I had a dark saber. Do you know how hard it is to find like a Star Wars mask or a helmet right now? I went to the mall, I went to Target, I went to Walmart, I called like my comics and game shops here. Like nobody had a helmet. I was like, what the heck? I thought Star Wars was all the rage. Still, I I, I am really surprised you went to stores to try to find that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're surprised by this. Work gave me the go ahead to like do May the Fourth, and I was gonna go. I was gonna go all out if I could. If I would have shown up and like. Oh, I'm trooper. just saying. I don't. I don't ever go to stores. I mean, even there's a hardware store less than a mile from here, and if I need something, I order it online. Oh well, we got the official go ahead like the day before, oh, okay. so I couldn't order anything on Amazon and whatnot. Mm. Or else, like I totally would have. If the week before they were like yeah you can celebrate me the fourth but i told them be ready for september 22nd that's hobbit day and i will show up in full like elven attire is that and I will... tolkien's birthday or something like that 
Uh, I'm not sure if it's Tolkien's birthday, but September 22nd is supposed to be Hobbit Day. Mm. I'll have to look that up. All right. On to the news. This is from PC Gamer. Tomb of Annihilation is getting delisted from the Steam on May 20th. Why? Game prehistoric. Licensing. So the license has expired, so the game gets pulled, which I find is weird. Like, how do they not write these things into licensing? I know I'm going to create something that should exist in perpetuity. Therefore, I should be able to sell in perpetuity and just, you know what I mean? Augment the license. But what do I know? I don't know anything about licensing contracts, so it just seems strange. So it's one, again, once of these things where it'll be delisted if you own the game. This is the game I bought today. I'm like, yeah, I guess I better buy it now if I ever want to try it out. Um, you'll be able to download it. Like, they'll still have copies of it, but they no won't more sales. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what happened with Blur. Good riddance. <laughs> uh, it happened with the original Deadpool game, too. I say the original, but the one yeah. I'm thinking of is like 2014 or 2015, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, fortunately, I had that one. It was, it's okay. Uh, let's see. Next article is from IGN. Uh, em- Embracer Group enters a- into agreement to acquire Eidos, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal for $300 million. Had for babies. Oops. Uh, never heard of Embracer Group, but they're picking up quite a few studios. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, oh yeah, I was just reading the thing. I was like, isn't this the thing where Square Enix sold off Tomb Raider? Yep. And do you know why? Do you know why they want the money? No. Because they want to invest in NFTs in the blockchain. No. That's dumb. Now, I'm all, like, I'm a huge proponent of blockchain technology, and we've spoken before on this podcast about uh, what we would consider good use cases for NFTs, which would be applied to video games for the resale, right? Um, But we've yet to see some of those practical applications rather than just, I'm going to sell this JPEG or whatever I want to call it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, good luck. Uh, GG, uh, Square Enix, it was good while it lasted. Yeah, it could only go to better management at this point. Uh, well, I was going to say, Tomb Raider was a pretty big game for them. Yeah, so was Deus Ex. Yeah. Uh, weren't these guys Final Fantasy as well? Yeah, they do Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, I mean, they're still retaining some of their core, but I'm like, really? Well, that's Final Fantasy is weird. huge for them right now. Final Fantasy uh, 14. Yeah, that's huge for them at the moment. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, at the end of the article here, it says Embracer is no stranger to acquisitions as it has been undergoing a rapid expansion over the past few years. Some of the other companies it has acquired and owns are Dark Horse Comics, 3D Realms, Ghost Ship Games, Gearbox, THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, Coke Media, and many more. That's actually quite a library. Well, I I guess... uh, (laughs) I guess... (laughs) I, I guess... At least the group that's getting him, getting, you know, picking up those studios are not strangers to the business, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, who the hell is Embry and what hedge fund did they crawl out from? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. totally. No. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, this is from IGN. New York City files complaint against Activision Blizzard for wrongdoing tied to Microsoft acquisition. 
hey guys, guess who's getting sued? Well, Again. I, I'm not surprised that the this the act the uh, Microsoft acquisition has was gonna create yeah. a lawsuit. Well, this once you read the details, this one actually makes a little bit more sense. Um, this is some of the uh, I don't know how to say it the groups. Uh, so some of the fund managers, uh, pension managers within New York's county, New York City, um, you know, your police fund, your teachers fund manager, uh, they before the merger. So after some of the original lawsuits and misconduct accusations came out, they filed. I don't know the exact legal terminology, but they wanted to have a look at the books. Discovery. Yeah, not it wasn't. Yeah, what you call it discovery, but they had very specific things. And Activision Blizzard provides some, but not all. So now they're using this latest part of the acquisition to uh, once again file another lawsuit to say we weren't supplied with this. We want X, Y, and Z uh, given to us. And exactly what they're looking for. And I, I really like the article because it's pointed out there that they don't want some of this bullshit swept under the rug uh, in the tsunami of excitement with the acquisition. They're like, we have some severe concerns about the operations of this company prior to this acquisition, and that's what they're after. So they believe that some of these misconduct claims have impacted the profitability of Activision Blizzard and that the senior leadership, so Bobby Kodak, um, you know, acted in a manner that was not uh, supportive of profit, which is what he's supposed to do uh, for the company. So... Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I knew I, there'd more be more shit coming out uh, when they did the A and M. I'm sorry, M and A, um, because that investigative part is is it's a forensic financial investigation is what they usually do. Yeah, yeah, I was actually excited when I saw this one because it gave a bit better. It was worded in a way that I could better understand it to get some insight into exactly what they want, why they want it, and the implications of it. And it all has to do with the improprieties prior to all the merger, but they're using the merger now uh, to highlight it again because they don't, like I said before, with the hype around the merger, they don't want this lost. Yeah. And again, it all goes, it all comes down to risk management and uh, with the mergers and acquisitions. They want to know what liabilities they're getting themselves into. Yep. Uh, not surprised. This next article is from Games Beat. Uh, Xbox Xbox plans to launch a streaming puck and a Samsung app in the next year. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I was like, okay, so we're getting into uh, Xbox having its own Steam Link. Yeah, Steam Link or uh, Fire Stick type of deal now. Yeah. And then I thought about, oh yeah, they are trying to be heavy on this cloud thing, so. Uh, that's that's got to be what it's what it's for. Yeah, they shouldn't have killed their streaming platform, especially with it being built into the Xbox. Uh, mixer, yeah. And PC, you know, I mean, that was just, that was dumb. I'm actually shocked that after our last podcast that Microsoft, the Xbox, didn't reach out to me to say, hey, <laughs> we heard that you could really help us out and reinstate our streaming division, and we want to bring you on board. Right, right. Yeah, I would really be surprised if anyone from... Offer's still up there. Door's still open, boys. You, you boys and girls, you just give me a shout. We'll work something out. <laughs> um, Consulting have you guys feed. ever tried uh, the Xbox remote play functionality? Nah, I'd, we're a no. PlayStation house. We don't, like, I'll, I'll, I won't buy both consoles. So it's one or the other. And I yeah. play on the PCs. My son's friends play on PS5s. So. Yeah, I, I'm a, 
you know, we were PlayStation House mostly too. But um, when I was on the PC Game Pass, I did click a wrong thing. And then the next thing I know, I'm being launched into, uh, what was it, Halo 5 uh, streaming. And I was like, oh. And I was like, huh. And it, it didn't look bad for 1080p on a 1440p screen. But if they had offered 1440p resolution, I think it would have been even cleaner. Uh, so I was a, a little surprised about how how good it looked, you know. But then again, luckily here I have good internet now too. So it still kind of makes me wonder what what it will look fair for you know, any other random person across the country. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm feeling feeling kind of old manish that this technology has passed me by because I've not tried it yet. Um, you know, and I've seen a couple ads like, oh yeah, play Xbox games on your iPad. And I'm like, I haven't even learned how to hook up a controller to my iPad yet. So I sort of feel like I'm <laughs> I don't know with why it I would want to do that. It just doesn't <laughs> seem like the ideal place to do that. It's, I feel the same way, but it just seems like such an old man way to think. I don't know why these kids want to do that. Why, why don't you just play oh. on a darn TV? That's how we did it in my age and day. Well, I mean, I can see why you'd want to stream from your PC to the TV or maybe stream from the Xbox to another TV in the house. But why, why the small screen? The only way it makes sense to me is if you're on travel yeah, and, and, exactly. and, and you have an iPad and you're like, oh, I can just bring, bring my Xbox controller and you can play it on that screen, you know what I'm saying? Because typically you don't have those types of hookups in like a hotel. But the caveat is you're on hotel, hotel Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is <laughs> yeah. typically trash. So yeah. is you know, I I don't know. I don't know. It's like airplane Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's the oh. worst. It's worse during congestion. Yeah. Unless you want to really play on the toilet, if you spend that much time on the toilet. I don't know. I usually read the news on the toilet. I use Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is my shitter go-to. Uh, let's see what's next. Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. This is from The Verge. I didn't know they still existed. Uh, Ubisoft's troubled Prince of Persia remake moved to a new studio and delayed further. Yep, it's going to be delayed. It doesn't look like it's going to release in 2023, but the exciting news is it's going to be now headed by um, Ubisoft Montreal. So, which the, is, the as it states. Got sold, right? Yeah. Huh? No, that was I was just, I'm just Googling that right now. I'm like, wait a second. Didn't they just get sold? Well, that yeah. was Eidos Montreal. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, not Ubisoft. Oh, I was going to say, I, I didn't think so. so yeah, I heard M- Montreal, and I was like, oh, it's new. Yeah. There's Ubisoft, Montreal, Eidos, Montreal. Well, this is good and bad. I never like to hear... Once, when, when they change studios, that's usually a, t- a terrible, terrible indicator, right? Yeah, it's usually they, they've given up on it or there's some kind of obstacle they can't overcome. Yeah. But, but the exciting thing for me about this is, um, as it states, it's the very birthplace of the epic Sands of Time trilogy. So right. it's kind of going back to its home, which... I mean, I'm four at this point. Just like, please give me the game and make it PC playable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm still excited for it. I want it to be good because I want to play it again. I love the trilogy. I've never played it. Uh, I just hope it's not a bad PC port. I agree. Yeah. We shall see. 
So I've been. But, oh, oh, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but I'm excited for it to release. Like I'll probably buy it very early on after the release. So myself as well. It'll be day one for me. Well, the nice thing about the console ports is they usually have uh, robust controller support. So it'll probably be a um, like a Steam Deck game for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And that's another reason why I want it to come out and I want to play it. A nice, nice, relaxed, um, laid-back couch game. Well, here's some good news. Uh, I've been keeping an eye on hardware prices, and they are returning back to normal um, earlier this week. And I've been going to the manufacturers' websites and because you know like amazon you'll still find a markup uh, and other retailers you'll still find a markup but if you go to the source like here on radeon's website the 6900 xt is in stock at msrp um now earlier this week everything was in stock at msrp all the all the gpus um were available for msrp and you can see a lot of them sold out uh, I don't know if people are still trying to flip them, but uh, at some point they're going to start losing money doing that because even the prices on Amazon are starting to come down. So that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. We're still having a little bit of trouble with stock north of the border. Um, not stock, uh, stock at a reasonable price. I'm really of the mindset that the new norm for our uh, top end GPUs is a 1K plus. I'm, I'm yeah. getting down to those old days where they were like, you know, you're, you're, they I were six ninety nine, five ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. I paid $1,000 Canadian monopoly, monopoly monies for my original Titan. But that was, yeah, that was six years ago. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that, like the TIs have all moved into that 1K range. And then the, uh, you know, the Radeon's high ends in the 1K range. Yeah, see, we're the 3080, the flat rates are our, our 1K range. So like 12 and 1300 Canadian Monopoly monies would be about uh, 1K USD. Mm. Ouch. So uh, when's the new stuff coming out? September, right? 4000 series? Mm, don't know, Curlin. Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Um, I've been kind of, the only thing I keep hearing is like Q3, Q, Q4 for both of them. Um, and, and that's even for... AMD's new new platform as well. So um, I guess we'll see how how it all shakes out and, and who makes those rumored launch dates uh, reality. Um, yeah, it, it is supposed to be coming soon, which is also why I found it ironic that now all of a sudden prices have kind of start to go back to where they should have started at. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. crypto kind of crashed because I priced out like if I bought eight of uh the cards on the on radeon on the on from radeon at msrp how long it would take for me to earn my money back and it just wasn't worth it mm-hmm. yeah but it'll go back it always does so i saw this desk it's a uh it's a portable pc gaming desk and i just thought it was kind of neat i've got the video playing now it's kind of a it's a foldable desk and it's got a pc and a monitor in it and I just thought it was really neat. So I'm like, I kind of want one. Uh, just seeing how it, you know, unfolds. It's like perfect for a LAN. You know, it's got, a, it's got the motherboard in the desk. You could store the keyboard and mouse in there. Uh, the only thing it's missing is a chair. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it was really neat. I kind of want one. That is kind of cool. 
Linus Tech Tips did had one on their uh, show this week as well. Did um, they? Yeah, similar sort of style where the monitor was on the back, was part of the actual case. Yeah. And then, but everything had to be configured and done very specifically uh, for everything to fit. Ah. But I think yeah. it was like an earlier, not maybe not a prototype, but like a very first cut. So. Yeah, now that makes sense because the first thing I thought of, I was like, Oh, they're using a, a reference. Uh, Nvidia looks like a 3080 or 3080 Ti in there, so you know that has specific measurements. And then I was like, "Hmm, I bet I, you probably wouldn't be able to really get a 32-inch monitor in there without it being pretty freaking wide." No, nah, I, I think it comes with the. I think it comes pre-configured. I think you have to, you know, buy it with you know, pre-configured that maybe they'll have different sizes. Now this one that I just showed is not even available yet. It says you can reserve it. Yeah. Um, it's just a concept. But yeah, for a screen size and everything, I would imagine you have to buy like the next level up. But a neat idea. Mm -hmm. So another little personal hardware project I've been working on is um, using a Steam Deck. I'm sorry, a Steam Link to stream from a virtual machine which has access to a physical GPU and getting it to work as like a virtual desktop with uh, hardware acceleration. Uh, and um, I haven't set it up yet, but I'm, I am working on it. And uh, the reason for it is um, when my son has his friends over, inevitably I have to clean the machines or reset them because they've downloaded something that, mm -hmm. you know, like a network Trojan or something. And then my firewall usually catches it and isolates their machines. And, um, I get alerts on my phone. Um, but I'd like to, an easy way to, uh, uh and this is just to explore the concept of using virtual machines saying, here's a, here's a virtual desktop download and install anything you want and then when they're done just hitting the reset button and have it go back to you know the way it was before um, they infected it with what whatever they were playing um, usually it's um that friggin game uh, Roblox Roblox yeah that game is full of Trojans I literally got a text this week from my son hey how do I install Roblox on my on your computer you and don't. I'm just like frozen at work. I'm like, you don't. <laughs> don't you dare. Back yeah. away from the keyboard. Yeah, I'm thinking about blocking under the firewall at this point so that they physically cannot download it. Because uh, every time they, they leave, I'm like, oh, I might as well go reset those PCs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just a little personal project I'm working on. It, it kind of reminds me of... Um, you know, when uh, Linus did his five gamers, one PC type thing, you know, could I set yeah. up like a bunch of virtual clients and then put, you know, a couple 3080s in the server and, and you know, yeah, that kind it, of thing. It, 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 it was it was funny, too, because uh, when he was working on, I was already working on trying to get my setup running when he was working on and published his. <laughs> And he, he took a different route. He used Unraid, where I, whereas I was using Arch Linux when I did it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's pretty neat stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like the concept of it because it's yeah. perfect in certain use cases for sure. Right. And, and now, what are we like, five, six years later? 
because when I did it, the, the 980 Ti was was the hotness. Yeah. So, uh, uh, now things work work and, and play well a hell of a lot better than what they did back then. So, For sure. Uh, I I haven't done it since, but uh, I I I can see myself having a much easier time if I did want to set that up again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm, I don't know if I'll actually use it, um, but I might take some of what I've learned and then maybe do a virtual desktop on these actual PCs behind me, gaming PCs behind me, so that when his friends come over, they're playing on a virtual desktop uh, through hypervisor or something on those PCs, and then I can just reset that instead of having to, you know, wipe out Windows and reinstall save some time um i'm gonna be attending a lot of hardware uh events now that they're going back to in person i'll be at hpe discover uh, this year which is hp's hardware event i don't know how much gaming stuff they have there but i'm gonna if i find any i'm gonna try to make a youtube video of if i find any neat hardware or anything like that since i'm going to these events and it's uh basically a work trip works sending me to these things um, because because we do consulting and we need to know what hardware is available what the latest and greatest is so um, it's more of an educational thing but it's uh it'll be fun for me because I love hardware so I'm gonna see if I can go to CES and some of these you know sneak some of these more gaming centric conventions in <laughs> If I can. And then, uh, you know, make some YouTube videos. Um, if you're looking for a headset, the Razer Kraken is on sale. Pretty much the whole Kraken lineup is on sale on Amazon right now. The The low-end one, um, which is normally like $89, is on sale for $39.99. I ended up buying four of them because the Turtle Beach ones I had... And I just had a real low-end Turtle Beach one for these PCs back here. Uh, the cats chewed through all the wires. So I had to toss all four Turtle Beach headsets. So I ended up buying four of the Razer headsets because they've got a thicker cable. And it's not rubberized. It's, uh, it's like a braided cable. So maybe they won't chew through that. We'll see. But uh, if you go to Amazon right now, pretty much every level of Kraken is on sale. For fifty percent off or more. That's all I got for hardware news. What have we been streaming this week? I've been streaming the new season of South Park and uh, just watching stuff on the Smithsonian Channel, World War Three on the news, and uh, curling stuff, the Wanganator. And that's been it for me. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. No problem, Logan. What about you? What have you been streaming? Uh, we finished up Lord of the Rings. And I finished up uh, TNG, Star Trek The Next Generation, and I started on Star Trek The Original Series. And you remember last week I was like talking about how well-written uh, Star Trek TNG was with it, you know, uh, sense of continuity. And, you know, if something happened in one episode, you know, two seasons ago, they continued along. They took stuff out of uh, the original series and they actually continued it along as well. Uh, so it's awesome to binge like this because you can pick this stuff out. But I have to say, it's. I'm trying to use it as a learning tool for my son because I keep forcing him to watch certain episodes so he can see certain things because, oh my God, 
it, it it's a show from the late 60s the early 70s it's it's sexist it's misogynistic it's it's just oh my god and I have to keep reminding him. I'm like, this was a progressive show at the time. The mere fact that they had women officers on the bridge was indicative of how progressive it was. And it's, I, I get it's a losing battle. You know, he's 14 years old. So in one ear, out the other. Sure, pops. Whatever you say, pops. Uh, but, you know, even some of the fight scenes are absolutely top tier level. Um, I can't remember the name of the episode, uh, but it was the episode where he gets stuck on a planet with the Gorn, which is the dude in the green lizard man suit. Yeah. <laughs> and every time, because the suit is so immobile, every time he goes to punch, he just literally swings his whole body like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the most hilarious thing ever. Uh, so I, I'm going through that. And I'm, I'm, I can't believe how little that I really paid attention all those years ago. And I didn't realize things. So I knew that um ricardo what's his name was con in the movie mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things i never understood is why kirk didn't like con because i never realized there was an actual episode where con was introduced mm -hmm. and so i'm on that one now i'm like oh my god and i gotta say holy shit he was one buff ass dude like just <laughs> holy jacked like yeah. wow uh, so yeah, so I'm enjoying going through and like I said with uh, TNG, there's episodes here that I, I never knew existed like this one. This is the second episode in the first season that I've never seen before in my life. I so. love shows like that because it in like old the old uh, Doctor Who because it just they're such a gem. Yeah. You know, a lot of those um, practical effects and whatnot are just it just makes them a gem. It's like watching the old original Mortal Kombat. You don't watch it i don't know it just it makes me chuckle the the upscaling on this as well from netflix top tier like well done holy crap looks so good some because they are all practical effects right so they've translated so well through the years yeah you're absolutely right like yeah like i do admire the work that they had put into like especially the old school doctor who and even now when they use practical effects i'm like damn that's really good Cool. Curlin, what about you? Uh, for me, it's just been uh, still trying to finish uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be starting uh, New Worlds, Star Trek New Worlds soon, once I, once I uh, cap that off. And me and wifey has been watching uh, uh, this show called Put a Ring on It. That's on, uh, I think it's Discovery Plus. And, and man, like, it is so funny doing our thing, you know, trying to pick out people's personalities and stuff. Like, people are a trip. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this last week. I'm like, there's no way I could be on a show like that. Just, uh-uh. But you know what? Me and, 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 um, and wifey talked about it. And, and like, the, the premise of that particular show is like, okay, you're a couple and you're having issues making it to the proposal for whatever reason, his side, her side, it doesn't matter, right? And at the end of the, 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 the process and uh, the steps that the counselor have you guys go through, it's supposed to bring you closer and to the point to where you kind of understand each other better. And at the end, you're either supposed to separate or the dude proposes, you know, because they, they both kind of got what they arrived where they needed to arrive in order to, to make that, you know, that proper decision, right? 
And uh, like part of that is you you date other people. And yeah, I guess it's people that apply to the show, you know, whatever. But it, it, it's it's wild to watch people, you know, kind of get insecure about that. It was like, well, what if they're making a connection? They like them more than me and blah, blah, blah. And this <laughs> and third, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there with wife. I was like, you know what? We could we could do that and we'll still wind up with each other because like at the end of the day, we both know that yeah, ain't nobody topping you. And it's, you'd be like, yeah, ain't nobody talking to you. And it's like, you know, but still, it's it, it's funny that that uh, even in this second season, like one of the main dudes, he wound up sleeping with with his date. Oh Jesus! <gasps> and they broke up. But the yeah, thing no is, kidding. yeah, but but the thing is, is anybody with half a brain can see that this is not something new. That's being presented to us because of like things they say, body language. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're like, man, this ain't the first time this dude did this. You know what I'm saying? 14 years on and off. That's probably half of the freaking on and off. I mean, it, it's like you are. Come on now. You knew what you were. You knew what it was hitting for. You knew what you were, what you were dealing with. But you know. You chose to stay, and at that point, it becomes just as much your fault as it is him for doing dirt. Because if you know what it is, it's like, why the hell are you hanging around? Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Is it, yeah, that stuff is is fascinating to us. <laughs> Especially like 14 years on and off. Oh my goodness! People tend to default to whatever's comfortable. Yep. 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 And and it, you could also tell, like, like, uh his narcissism and her insecurities and how they kind of fed off of each other mm -hmm. and all this, it, it was wild. It was wild. And, and that's just one couple that's, they typically have three couples per, per season, but it, it, it was wild to, to watch that kind of shake out. Interesting stuff. If you like that kind of psychology. Yeah. If, if anything ever happened to my wife, I, I would never date again, never get married again. I'm perfectly happy being alone. I might date, but I highly doubt I get married. I, I don't have the, I don't even think I have the patience like to even date. Like <laughs> I just don't like people that much. Because they'd start talking, and I'd be like, "You're so fucking stupid." Exactly. Oh God! Yeah, for me, I just take them and be like, "Oh," and then I'd be thinking, "Oh." Because I mean, I'm at the point now where it's like, "Can we get to the point? What, yeah, really? what point are you trying to freaking make?" <laughs> Just give me the facts, give me the details quickly. I don't need to know the whole story. I think don't waste my time. I'm 34 years I, old. I just, I'm, I'm 45. I can't pretend to pay. I can't act like I care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like for me, I'd be like, oh, okay. So this went from trying to see what you're really about to figuring out what you're really about. And I'm just going to enjoy the evening and then push on. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and that's pretty much how cool you have to, to take it. You know what I'm saying? Because people are such full of shit these days. Yeah. Yeah. Whitney, what about you? What was on your list this week, your streaming list? Um, so I realized last week I was talking about The Walking Dead New World. I have to make a correction. It's World Beyond. That's how much I hate this show. I can't even get the title right. Um, thank you, Kat, for ripping out my earbuds. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still struggling to make it through that show, and I'm only trying to make it through for, like, the whole series finale. 
so I can be all caught up on the Walking Dead stuff. Um, other than that, I managed to somehow over the week, a little bit each night, squeeze out the Batman. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I thought it got a really good reception, but like I, I really enjoyed it. I need to give it a watch through when I'm not falling asleep every 20 minutes or so each night because work had just been kicking my butt. But I also watched and binge watched uh, Moon Knight today. I really enjoyed that show. Have you all seen it? It's on my just list. episode one. You seen episode one? Well, all six episodes are out now. Yeah, um, I, I was waiting to the new TV to watch it in glorious, but no. Mm. <laughs> How'd you like it? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I'm like, I need Oscar Isaac to come back and give me a season two, please. Thank you. Um, it was it was so good. Nice. I look for. I'm looking forward to it. I've heard mixed things, so. Well, I don't want to get in too much into it since y'all haven't seen it and whatnot. And I don't like doing the whole spoiler thing, but I, I will say it's it's worth a watch, definitely. Good. And you've got a couple more on here. World Beyond. Oh, did I? Oh, I thought I talked about that. Did you? Yeah, where. Um, See what I mean? I cannot pay attention. <laughs> where? Well, hold on, maybe. Well, my cat ripped out my earbuds at the same time. So oh, I don't okay. know. Maybe. Um. So last week I was calling The Walking Dead New World. It's, oh, it's The yeah. Walking Dead you World Beyond. That. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking Star Trek. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of correcting it because I was yeah. thinking in well, in my head I forgot about the Star Trek, so I was thinking New World, the game. Um, oh, okay. it's been a long week. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Uh, we don't closely monitor Twitter. Uh, I really only go on Twitter when I post the show. Uh, but you can join our Discord if you want to have a PC gaming and hardware discussion with us. That's the best place to do it. You can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. You, there you'll find links to our Twitch stream. I'm working on getting the YouTube channel back up. And Discord. Join our Discord for PC gaming and hardware discussion. Uh, you know, we get most of our news most of the time from bluesnews.com. So go over there, check them out, click on some ads and support them. Uh, so for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, and for the chat room, we'll see you guys next week. See you, Jerry. Fire Duck, thanks for being here.